0: Welcome to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. That's Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mack. They're two women with voices that just happen to have sons in the NFL. That means you'll hear about football and motherhood, but you'll never know what you're going to hear next. So let's get this conversation started. Here are your hosts, Garrett and Mac.
1: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. I have my co-partner back with me today. But today, <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all all missed her last week, and because I definitely did. But today, we want to talk to you about the holiday season and being prepared, because we know the big turkey day is right around the corner.
2: Oh, Jeracy, Oh, Gracie. How You know what? The holidays are my favorite time of the year. And so, you know, I, I, when we talked about what we wanted to talk about, it was like, we, we, we're prepping to go into dangerous times at one of the most special times of the year and it's it's scary so you know as we see people traveling you know you and I were having that conversation like what the hell are people doing
1: exactly because I keep seeing advisories they're advising people not to travel
2: well I'm amazed by the people you know I have I have to travel um have to that's relative um you know, so I have a sick sister, so I have to go see her mm-hmm. and and then I, you know, go and support Miles. And so technically, do I have to travel? Yeah, I got a really, really sick sister. But the travel, the need to travel for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is... Um, once I got where I was located, well, it, it also didn't help that Miles tested positive for those people who don't know he tested positive for COVID himself. Yes. And exactly. so we had to all be tested again. And, and, you know, if you listen to the show, I've already had it. So didn't want that crap again. And yes. so, but once I've, I've gotten still, I have, I'm going to at least have to stay still for an additional week. He's out another mm-hmm. week before I could go back and see my sick sister.
1: Exactly. So,
2: and I'm looking at TV and these jokers are lined up in the airport. Like, Cattle. It's like, it's a whole effing pandemic out here. Are you kidding me?
1: A whole pandemic. It's like having a whole baby. This ain't
2: half a baby. This is a whole pandemic.
1: Yeah. You know, my question that I have, and I try not to watch the news because I like to watch, I I like to watch cooking shows more than I do the news because it's so depressing these days and looking at what's going on in the news. But what has sparked so many people to start getting retested for COVID again. I was looking at uh, one news show just thumbing through the channels and it showed lines and lines of cars of people lined up to get tested. So what actually is, what, what's what been said or is causing so many people to go and start to get tested all over again? Well, I think it is
2: the holidays In preparation. People are looking at, um, you know, I'm going to grandma's house. I've made these plans. So I got to make sure I'm not positive Mm -hmm. and come Mm -hmm. to find out they are positive. So the increase to me came from people in preparation to going to grandma's house, got tested just Mm -hmm. in case. And now we're finding out there's, there's a positive, you know, test. Um, what i don't want people to do is then be positive cuz we don't know enough about this this, this this disease or you know whatever you want to call it that you can't get it twice there are strains of it and mm-hmm. so i don't want people believing that they can't get it more than once we've had you know some instances where people got it more than once people need to be aware that you can get different strains of this thing Mm -hmm. You know, even if you tested positive Mm -hmm. before. And so when Miles tested positive, we were both like, oh, Jesus, be the fence we need to be around us Mm -hmm. today. Mm Because if you've never had it and you had a bad case, if you've had it and you had a bad case, you know, you don't ever want it again Mm -hmm. and you're ready to Mm -hmm. fight somebody who would dare come around you that's had, that's has it. So, you know, I really think the, the influx and the lies that you see are people, I want to get together with my family, but I'm gonna make mm-hmm. sure I'm not positive and they're finding out they've been positive all along.
1: Let, let's can we use miles to, to put a, to, to answer a myth that's going around. Mm-hmm. One of the things is, is they talk about elderly people and they have to be cautious because of getting the COVID and how it take it out, how it, they body handled it and younger people are not likely to get the COVID. but miles is an athlete. He's mm-hmm. in absolutely good shape. What made him get tested or feel like he needed to be. And I know the team sets up a protocol where the players are tested.
2: Right. Right. So that's where his came from his daily testing. And they had had several uh, teammates who had mm-hmm. tested positive and because there, it, it can transfer by touching, you know, um, of course, by breathing, he could have mm-hmm. touched something. He may not have been in close proximity to a person, but if that person had just left a table and he went sit down at that table and put us at that, just mm-hmm. the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, the ironic thing is that his girlfriend nor a friend of his who, who stays with him, neither of them tested positive and they're in the same house as him you know, Mm -hmm. and, and you know how close boyfriend and girlfriend are. So we'll just leave that Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) alone. that part. And so, but she's negative. I mean, you know, so it, it it was, it's really weird. Um, The Mm -hmm. one thing about it is um, what a lot of the athletes, COVID affects your heart and your lungs. And specifically you have to be concerned about any damage that it's doing to your heart. Mm-hmm. So once these guys come back, depending on, I guess, how severe your case is, you mm-hmm. know, you got to get yourself checked, heart, lungs to make sure you have the same. And he has comorbidities, uh, comorbidities, which are asthma and bronchitis. So when he first came down not feeling good, he usually has seasonal bronchitis. So we thought, you know, I, I told his girlfriend, I said, OK, give him mm-hmm. this, this and this. And it didn't work. And mm-hmm. so then when he took his next test, he popped, you know, Um mm-hmm positive. So you mm-hmm. just you just don't know. I mean, I know initially it felt like I just had a slight cold and mm-hmm. then the dam broke open and it was like mm-hmm. symptom after symptom after symptom. I've told mm-hmm. you I can't taste most things. I can taste a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: don't smell most things or they smell off. So even after, I guess it's been an additional two months after I was positive for two months mm-hmm. that I don't have... It has to be really, really a really sharp taste for me to taste it. It has to be very bitter, very salty. I don't think I've tasted anything overly sweet. But you just my 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 body's not back to normal either mm-hmm. with with the um, the side effects I had from it. Mm-hmm. But and he said that the fatigue is is finally. Mm-hmm. he said he felt better this morning he said the fatigue was pretty brutal the first three or four days he said but mm-hmm. you know he's he's not feeling as fatigued as he was but yeah they have to go get checked once you you finish mm-hmm. you you go mm-hmm. get checked for your heart and lungs for as mm-hmm. a young athlete that's what it impacts another thing is what most people don't realize is when they put you on a ventilator the ventilator is not there to just breathe for you the ventilator is serving the purpose of helping your body to breathe Mm -hmm. in and out so that your body's defense mechanisms have time to kick in and fight off the the virus. Mm -hmm. So people think when you're on on the ventilator, it's it's a twofold thing where it's keeping your body alive, but it's really just trying to give your body the best chance of fight. So it doesn't have to struggle to breathe. It Mm -hmm. can struggle to fight. Mm -hmm. So the ventilator is helping people fight and some, you know the body when you have co- comorbidities it just doesn't have the strength to fight people just die from fatigue of mm-hmm. fighting the ba- their body fighting that battle mm-hmm. so cuz the fatigue is a killer
1: with and, and it is and with me being a being a first responder and of course seeing a lot of things happen uh, being in the midst of all of this as it's been happening and and going on i look at in the nfl and we all know that i don't have a large knowledge of the NFL and football <laughs> or the game of football itself. I'm the mama who looks for the yellow line to tell me we got the first down. Oh, Lord. But, um, but I look at them on the field and, you know, I know one of the rules is when your helmet come off, you have to come off the field for a play. Well, when, the, when they're out there and they pull their mouthpiece out and then they get ready for the play again and they reach up there and put it back in.
2: That's a boy I'm thing. Just,
1: uh, but I'm just still like, oh, it's COVID. They need to have to come off the field. If they pull their mouthpiece Girl, how about,
2: no, how about they wiping snot on the back of their hand? Yes. And, then, and then they're grabbing hold of the man in front of them. Yes. Sweat is flying. Girl, I am surprised that it's, yes. it's, that we don't have more positive results. I, I mean, and, and you have to think about it. There was no way for the NFL to cover. Exactly. You no, know, it You were either going to play. And we regulated as you play, or you weren't. It, it really mm-hmm. just boiled down to be that mm-hmm. simple, you know. It's and another thing. This is, we've spent holidays since the kids were in college because of how football season fell, and basketball season for Sean. They were always playing in the fall of the year, so we haven't really had holidays in our home
1: mm-hmm. in
2: Texas in maybe a decade. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this year we were, we were actually like, so what are we going to do? You know, Mm -hmm. Bria has decided not to come at all because she was here and exposed to miles and she's like, Hmm, yeah, now I'm a
1: pass. And I (laughs) know that's a hard decision for her. It
2: is because I don't think she's ever spent a Thanksgiving by herself. And I don't know if she's going to be by herself because she is a G-A-W-E.
1: A leave my, leave <laughs> she I, might, I love, She might I'm, try to cook our own dressing and turkey and ham this just, year to serve up to somebody. Just keep your
2: dress on, baby. Keep your dress <laughs> on. <laughs> just,
1: okay. Let me leave her alone
2: before she listens to this show and be like, Mama, no, you wouldn't have talked about my dress. Anyway, but I heard her collard greens are great. But anyway. um, <laughs> um with that said, Miles called me this morning. He was like, So you doing a drive-by and just dropping us plates by, or are you coming and cooking? You got the COVID. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the, Rona,
2: the Rona living in your house. I don't exactly. know.
1: Exactly. So it has
2: changed the dynamic of how we, you know, are gonna do Thanksgiving. I mm-hmm. uh-huh. mean, mm-hmm. scary times, scary times. I Man, you know, that's that was one of the things I thought about. We were talking about the show how people are changing up their holidays. Mm-hmm. To, you know, my oldest son mm-hmm. doesn't technically celebrate holidays. He's he's I don't need a Thanksgiving to be thankful for my family. Mm-hmm. I don't or with my family. I don't need a Christmas to give presents. You know, I, after Rona, I'm I'm there now too. I mean, mm-hmm. I always use Thanksgiving and Christmas as an opportunity to love on people in in one location at one time. Mm-hmm. But. um, yeah, Rona has taught me that I don't want to wait a day to exactly. say I love you to my friends and my family. I call them up and tell them how I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I tell them they're special to me. I love you, Carmen Porter. I love you, Deshaun Jackson. I love you, Keisha Edwards. I love you, Jeracy Mack. I mean, I <laughs> Shanita Marr, you know, I Denise Jenkins. I you know, I I I call these women's names because They have all served a purpose and a part in my life, and I'm very thankful for them. And I think that's what Rona should teach us, the COVID uh, COVID virus should teach us, is to be thankful for those people around us, because people are leaving this world every day.
1: They are, As, as my mama said yesterday. Notice I start that out as my mama said yesterday. Oh, we gonna baby, hear the
2: mama story. Oh, we oh y'all we got yeah, a mama story. Baby, you folks
1: know. is dying and they never died before. Mama, they are. Yes, they are. They are, yes, mama. They, are. they she, baby people are getting up out of here. <laughs> yes, mama. Yes, they are.
2: You know, yeah. they are.
1: They are. You know, Audrey, as NFL moms, um, and of course, in order for our kids to get the NFL, they had to. The, they played the high school ball and they played the college ball people don't realize... Hold on, hold on, we, hold
2: on, Let me tell you how funny you are to me because you're so country. You say the. They play the high school ball. They play the country.
1: <laughs> you're not going to start talking about my country, Texas accent. Oh, sorry. Now, I was in St. Louis and everybody was staring at me. Because you say the and the peoples. My peoples. That's my peoples. Okay. Them are my peoples. Okay. And us's and y'all's. <laughs> so, I'm like my mama. You know what I mean. Let me sip my coffee. Even when okay, she called ahead. me Anna, anim- even when she told me I was thin to death, and I looked at her, she said, "You, you know, you know what I mean." So, a- Anna may eat that cake. <laughs> <laughs> eat the cake, Anna May. Eat the cake. But, you know, one thing that I was thinking about: people don't realize we've never had a Thanksgiving. Yes, with our kids. We've never. Yes. We've never had a Thanksgiving. We were always in transition to a game. Yep. Or we were sitting in Cow Field or somewhere yeah. on Thanksgiving Day at a game. Well, you know, so we, the, we we it haven't had before a that. No, but it started yep. for
2: because Kevin
1: You know, and yep. Sean would be playing. You
2: know, when he was with the Nets, you're in the NBA. I mean, mm-hmm. the teams play on you know Thanksgiving. They play on mm-hmm. Christmas, and you know, depending on what team he was on. So, and then once once a, a there's a place empty at the table. And it's not just an empty head to play because the person's not longer with us. We Mm -hmm. know that this person's here and they just can't be here. Be here. And Sean told me, he said, when he went to play overseas, that's when he really started just in his mind, distancing himself from the, he said, because all I can imagine is the food cooking, everybody at the house laughing, you enjoying each other, and I'm overseas, can't do nothing by myself. So yeah. I just had to turn that switch and turn it off. And so all these years later, he still, you know, now now this Thanksgiving, you know, he's down there with my sister. So, um, he's been um he's always been close to Aunt Pam. So mm-hmm. he he and my granddaughter actually went down for this Thanksgiving. Um and this is the first Thanksgiving that he will have he will have spent quote unquote with it. he he won't answer the phone or anything. He's I'm not listening to y'all come happy this and happy mm-hmm. I'm like, boy, you need Jesus, but you know um it is it is something to be said about taking the time to spend time with family, but doing it safely
1: exactly
2: and and it doesn't take c d c rules to want to do this safely. I mean that's exactly. crazy to me that you have to be told that not in order not to kill granny mm-hmm. um Maybe Mm -hmm. you shouldn't show up at our house, but Mm -hmm. I am relieved to see that there are lines of people who are getting tested and finding out that they are positive because the more positive people we have, the more people that have antibodies, the more people have immunity so that possibly in the future, you know, I mean, before any kind of, you know, um, protection comes out. You know, we've got to have some way to stop passing it around. Okay, we're getting ready to head into break, Geraci. When we come back, we're going to talk about the fact that you've got baby boy home for for college. So we'll be talking about how you and baby boy are doing, how that refrigerator is looking and uh, (laughs) how many shoes you had to move to make room for. Okay, we'll come back from the bank. Thank you. We'll come back to double down with Garrett and Mac as soon as we return.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, You need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. Planning for college? channel.
0: access all the time.
3: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to Double Down with Garrett
0: and Mac. If you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at one 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Mac at gmail.com. Now back to Double Down.
2: Welcome back to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Um, when we were leaving the, sh- uh, the first top of the hour, we wanted to talk to Jeracy about having baby boy back home. He is back home from college, so that means for the holiday, and not just uh, as when we were in college, it was like a five day kind of thing. He's back until January, no, January something, or because he's baseball, so he has to be back, but he'll be back long enough to empty your refrigerator. Oh, empty? He's already (laughs) done that.
1: Well, but baby boy is home. I'm excited to have baby boy at home. He'll be home with me to December the 28th. that's a one. long time, duration. That's, that's, a, that's a That's the problem of it is it's long enough for me to get used to him being back at home. Mm. So I go through that excitement of seeing him pull up and the excitement of seeing him pull off.
2: Girl, so. <laughs> Every, no, I've seen how you turn his his room into a closet. <laughs> yeah. as, you, as you trip over the stuff that you have moved around your home, that's when you sit and going, Now, baby, when you got to go back to school?
1: <laughs> so, but let me tell you about baby boy coming home, though. Okay. He called and he said, Mama, we have to get a lot of things out of the dorms. Can you come help me uh, pack my stuff up and so I can come home? And I was thinking, okay, but you got a truck, baby. Now, how long is that ride? It's two and a half hours. A whole two and a half hours. A whole two and a half hours. Okay. And I was like. But you got a truck, baby. Everything can fit on the truck. Mama, I need you to come down here and help. I want you to come help me. I said, me specifically? He says, you, Mama, I want you. <laughs> so I get up like a fool, and I'm driving to Gremlin. We get to Gremlin. Um I'm all excited about seeing him because, of course, I hadn't seen him since he left. Well, he came home doing one of the hurricanes. And I'm all excited about seeing him and I'm hugging him. And I'm like, you look good. You're losing weight. You, you know, I'm all excited. So I go in the room because we didn't have to pack all this stuff up and move, you know, get it out. He looks at me and says, Mama, grab clothes right there, hanging up in the closet. And he said, we're going to put them in the front of my truck. I said, OK. And then he picked up his TV. And I said, OK. So we. I said, so we need to make a trip out to the car. He's like, yes, yeah. so I'm toting the clothes. And I'm walking out to the car and I get to the car and I put the put his hang up clothes in the front seat. He put the TV in the back seat of my car and looked at me and said, let me go turn my keys in so we can leave.
2: Hold on. I just wait, wait, drove- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So he didn't have to close out his door. So he didn't have boxes. He wanted to wear during the
1: time he was gone, in a TV. He had a we, you know those little storage buckets. I, I when he's packing, going back and forth, we store everything in the buckets, and we just carry the storage buckets. Like we pack all his towels and sheets and all. You mean that. like
2: Rubbermaid?
1: Yes. Okay. So what he did was he had his games in there, his underwear, his socks, his little stuff. On the back of his truck, and he put the TV in my car, and I son.
2: But he had he had a he had a whole whole truck himself. that he was driving,
1: and I said, "Well, son, we don't have nothing else. No, that's all." You do know that was five hours, and I said, "So you realize you could have wrapped this TV up and put it in the that was five hours on the back of your truck." For you in a, to in a, uh, in a
2: in a car driving.
1: <laughs> yes, and brought this TV home five whole said, hours of your life. And so and and you have to know Keelan to understand Keela. So I said, so that's all you needed me to do. He said, I got one more chore for you. I said, okay. We pull up at the gas station. He's sitting and there. Fill I'm up my there. truck. He's oh. sitting there. I'm sitting there. Come on, he, man. He look, he look at me. He said, the quicker you fill us up, the quicker oh, we'll get back on the road. I'm done. I'll punch you in your eye. So after you
2: need wait, wait you need to keep punching in his throat. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> just just
2: get that throat cut going. Cause are you so saying,
1: done? Yes. Yeah, so so you don't his- wait. You
2: don't wait it. You done wasted five, not wasted, but spent five hours. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta fill up his truck and yours.
1: Fill up yeah. his truck and mine. Girl, so when you we- get old, he better not put you in a nursing home. <laughs> So, we leaving out. So, I'm driving in front of him. All of a sudden, here he comes flying past me. Wait a minute. Keela, who don't like to drive? Who don't like to drive? He drives like, somewhere. I, okay. He chasing a like, cat, he, girl. First, he First cat. of I, Yeah. Like, <laughs> first of all, you're giving yourself away. There like, you go. I'm like, what the what? So, he flies past me. So, I looked down at one time trying to keep up with him. I was going ninety. Oh, no, I just slowed down and let him have his weight. So when we got to the house, I looked at him and I said, really? So his first thing to me was I'm on a special diet. I eat meat and vegetables only. And on Saturdays, I can have bread, pasta, whatever. So when you when you cook for me, that's what I need to eat.
2: Wait, you don't went from I'm a single woman. Let me stop by here and get some ice from Sonic, okay. and, and wait a minute, and a cheeseburger. To when you cook for me,
1: when you cook for me, I can only have meat and vegetables. I said, what day is wow. they gonna open the schoolhouse back up for you to go back,
2: girl? Already, already, they didn't send you a meal card here, a meal ticket, or something.
1: I'm just, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, okay. So we go and we buy groceries together because I let him get the kind of vegetables he wanted and what he wanted. So he was talking to my... So I... He said he eats meat and vegetables. It didn't say that that's what I was supposed to eat. Hello. So we had... Um, I had fixed some turkey, a smoked turkey, uh, turkey bread. How the heck you make a turkey just before Thanksgiving? It was still good. It was oh. still good. And oh, so you know, I minute, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. I bet it wasn't a green bird turkey,
1: but go ahead. That... Don't put me in mourning. We'll have to talk about that in a minute. Okay. So then I I fixed some <laughs> turnip greens. Well, I'm not on no special diet, so I fixed me some corn, hot water cornbread. He was talking to my sister on the phone and told my sister I was so mean to him. Just disrespect. Because I had the nerve to fix some hot water cornbread, knowing he couldn't eat that. And Anybody say I was on? So I'm supposed to starve because you here? Yeah. And then he wants to tell me we we I had to teach class one night and you know when I teach class I don't get home to eight thirty or nine and I had left about eight o'clock that morning so when I opened the door he's sitting there on the couch he looked at me and said where you been I seen a man about a mule I mean and really? I looked at him and I said what day did they open the schoolhouse back up and he was like well wait well it's late you left early this morning We're, it's and, late and. and gonna slow it down where have you been oh wait
2: a minute hold on hold on didn't i tell you i divorced your daddy
1: <laughs> okay i don't have I no said, husband sitting there I, <laughs> I said i don't have a husband or a daddy and he was <gasps> like he was like but you left here early this morning i said if you must know son i was teaching class oh i was gonna say you was gonna say what which one of y'all is the child or who's the adult that- and and this is so funny cuz I was talking to my sister and his friends and that's another thing I hate all his friends come home when he's at home so I get to love on all of them I get to see all of them in cuz when he mean I them too I, but they all abandoned me and I tell him I love y'all y'all could still come by and see me even though he's not there but then I told my sister, I said, first of all, he going to ask me where I been. Second of all, why am I the little kid sitting in my bedroom? Because him and his coming in the living room.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh.
2: Well, you know, so I, hold on, hold on. Now talk about feeding them. We're going to mention green bird turkey again. Because, you know, Jorace is, is in morning, y'all. Y'all don't ooh. understand. For those people around the country that order Greenberg smoke greenberg turkeys, they mm. literally are in the town where Jeracy lives and the factory burned down. It blew and, up. Oh, well, blew up. And I, you know, me and her mama was like, girl, go over there and find a see We got smoked turkey. Cause it got to be <laughs> sm- <laughs> smoking in the rubble. But I know we intended to order a Greenberg turkey. We do it, you know, almost, I did not realize. First of all, I told Geraci, I didn't realize it was in your, in your hometown or that close. Uh-huh. And now I got to cook a gosh darn turkey.
1: You know, I she, think, but I think, a. I think a lot of people are going to be in shock this year. I hope the firemen are well rested. Oh. Um, because it might be a lot of fires to put out. Because Greenbird and I know Oprah, I know you're mourning too. <laughs> <laughs> I Oprah, I know you get your turkey from Greenbird every year. We're, we're all mourning. I can't think of a a time when green bird turkey has not been set on our table for thirsty. I'm upset because I didn't realize it was
2: that close in proximity to me um, and then I've been down to you know your hometown many times mm-hmm. and girl if I had known it was I'd have had me some smoked <gasps> wings I'd have had some regular wings I'd have girl and come on back to you know Arlington and been like hey because I like to just bake <laughs> wings in the oven so you know, when, when yeah. I, when I heard about it, I thought to myself, we had just talked about what we were doing for, um, cooking. Well, I cooked Juracy. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, we were talking about Chris, the
1: Thanksgiving, <laughs> <Yes>. Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> I, I, and what I, Geraci was going to My and bring. my mama out. Girl. So my, I, my job I, is the turkey, the ham, the cranberry sauce and the roast. Yeah, that's anywhere they could go get pre-cooked turkey and ham,
2: girl. You know what? I cannot do honey-baked ham. I love the honey-baked the honey baked ham place. Mm-hmm. It's just too much of a line for me. Their hams are, are, are good, but they're not good enough for me to stand outside, you know, 60, 70 people deep trying to get a ham. I just cook the ham myself.
1: My mm-hmm. husband makes a good ham. Then you have never went to go stand outside a Greenbird turkey to get a turkey, no, because they ship, sometimes you they would ship us in, hours. They ship us sometimes hours. people were standing hour two and three hours, and that mm. was a that was a Thanksgiving tradition for some people, is to go get in line at Greenbird Turkey and talk to the people around you Mm-mm. and meet people and learn where they came from, Mm-mm. and and you know some people drive a Mm-mm. long Mm-mm. ways to come personally get their turkey, Mm-mm. and then you have so many companies that's what they give their employees. Mm-mm for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And my uncle, he worked for, for the Greenbirds for, for 20-something years. Mm, and so it's always been a part of our family and a tradition for our family. Wait. And to go stand on Saturdays to get the wings and and and, and, the, and to get the things. So this is really, there are a lot of people in America, not just in our area, in Texas, oh, that are yeah. all over oh, the world yeah. Oh, yeah. That for the first time in years they are not gonna have a Greenberg turkey. On yeah, the Greenberg
2: turkeys are are the tradition, especially once Oprah put it on one of her favorite things. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I'm sure business just boomed. And and let me just say, as as much as we make light of it, that's a factory full of people who are now out of work. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. And, and and like your uncle had worked there for you know decades. Mm-hmm. And for as much as we made light of, um, the fact that this the you know factory went up in smoke
1: yeah but Run a there, grab a
2: turkey so one of
1: somewhere up in the corner go, Eaty.
2: but um, <laughs> you know it is is a terrible thing when you are out of work during the holidays um, I am so grateful they have indicated they would be restarting and putting the business back together again so ho- hopefully exactly. this time next year you and I will be having a conversation as we both use green I mean because you know what we were both saying that um, after Thanksgiving because the turkeys are smoked so well we put them in soup and mm-hmm. you know, um, oh, the seasoning on them jokers, the smoke season makes mm-hmm. those, the greens good. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things. I break up that turkey and I use it for seasoning for a while in the in in mm-hmm. and put it in my freezer.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: oh my God, that green bird turkey lasts me more than just Thanksgiving.
1: And Audrey, what people don't know and understand with us that live here in the area for Easter, we we would go by and get a oh. green bird turkey for Easter. So we it wasn't just a Thanksgiving tradition for us. We had greenbird turkey at Easter as well. Do you know I never think about really
2: ordering a turkey year-round? I mean, mm-hmm. it's it was all you know, we eat turkey year-round because it's one of my favorite meats, actually. Mm-hmm. Um uh Mr. Garrett likes would like to go out on the the grill and you know, smoke me some, you know, wings and stuff like that. And I love turkey legs. It just never occurred to me to I didn't even think about you could order a turkey mm-hmm. outside of Thanksgiving. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yes. But if but mm-hmm. next year, people, if you get a chance, it's on Oprah. Oprah's favorite things. Try Greenberg Turkeys. Help them get back in business. It's family owned. Been in business for decades and decades. Some of the best taking tasting smoked turkey that you'll find. That is not a. Con, um, we're not being paid. We're not sponsors for them. Exactly. It really is just the best turkey smoked. Turkey it crowd, is. If you're and not doing it yourself.
1: And and Oprah, I know you're listening, so I'm gonna tell you now. When they get Oprah, ready to oh, do Oprah's the ribbon, Oprah's a fan. Oprah. Yeah, when Oprah. they get ready to do the <laughs> ribbon cutting, Oprah, me and you will be there, and we'll help them hold the scissors and do the ribbon cutting, and hopefully they'll give our taste so test. You,
2: so you, so you, Oprah, what, where the hell I'm gonna be? What, what? <laughs> Me and Oprah. Oh, not Oprah.
1: I mean. You friends? Oh, okay. I'll be standing up beside Gail. How about that? Right. Yeah, you stand up. You stand out with Gail, and after we get through eating in the inside, and uh, wow, I'm, I'm probably gonna miss the ribbon cutting because I'm gonna be saying, "Can I get a sample? Dang
2: Can I get a sample?
1: Are y'all giving out samples? Yeah, y'all giving?
2: More, I, I got need a sample.
1: Got to Is be there a sample? careful. But it's again. to be more careful. I cannot. I cannot see again. And Ooh. and our best wishes to to Greenberg um, yes. and their employees. Yeah. I know for them this is going to be their first year without having one of their turkeys on their table. Oh, they probably and get them for employee appreciation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and really, we're kind of joking, but there are a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of people. And a lot of people have made comments that this is 2020 has already been hard. It's already hard enough that you can't visit people, uh, visit family members and hang right. out together. But right. the, now, now Turkey been taken off the table. Well, you know, so, what? let let
2: let this generation learn how to cook, darn it. I mean, now that, that's that's a conversation to have. When we come back uh, through the the break is. Um, I, I believe in young people and people that can't cook. Play to your strengths. Make the kool aid, baby. Make the kool aid. But stop I, showing up at people's houses empty-handed. I, I, you know, I advocate for you to just stay home. And, and it's a whole pandemic out here. That's how a like, whole pandemic. But stop showing up empty-handed. Not even a Tupperware bowl. Stop showing up empty-handed, girl. I told you, I took the turkey. Girl, wait a minute, hold on. I love you. See, Jeracey's not known as a cook in her house, in her family. So they they play to her strengths and say bring the bring the Kool-Aid and bring the pre-made Greenberg turkey and the pre-made honey-baked ham.
1: <laughs> and, and, and who kids eat the most?
2: My oh, gosh. Oh, that is hysterical. <laughs> you, then you need to bring the meat. You'll need to bring the meat. Okay, y'all, we're getting ready to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the things that we're thankful for. We're going to go back and forth with each other and just kind of talk about the things that we're thankful for. It doesn't take a lot. It All, all it takes is us to just look back on 2020 to see mm-hmm. what it's brought us and what what have we now in, in reflection can look at and be thankful for. We see you on the back side of the, the uh, commercial.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voice America.
3: Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, You need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice.
0: We're making it
1: easier to listen to the Voice America talk radio network wherever you go.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Streaming live, the leader in Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. listening to double down with garrett and mac if you want to make your voice heard call us during the live show at 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to garrett and mac at gmail.com now back to double down
1: And welcome back to Double Down, where we're talking about preparing for the holiday with Thanksgiving just around the corner, just a few more days. And I can go sit down and eat all of my family's food and get up and go home and don't have no dishes. But I'm sorry. Greedy and lazy.
2: Yeah, greedy and lazy. Mm -hmm. person
1: who kids eat the most bring the least. So. That would be you. But <laughs> okay. you, you know what? I, when you were saying that, I think about
2: the fact that um I, I'm the only person in my family that has children. And so we've always done. I live in Texas, so I've never been around my family during the holidays. So the only people that ever been around were me, my kids, and my husband and his family. But he has a very small family, too. And time is just dwindling by. You are so fortunate to have so many sisters and, you know, y'all live in the same town still. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's a good thing, but, um you know, it, it's it's a powerful thing. And it's it's very fortunate that you have that ability to see your loved ones the way you do. And that's something I'm thankful for for you is that you have a huge circle of friends. I mean, family.
1: Yes. And and one of the things that we do love is Thanksgiving because it's so easy for us to just all gather together for Thanksgiving and um my children eat the most. <laughs> <laughs> Before the end of the night, my sister I have my sister, my sister Kelly Lewis, uh Hun Dalen, uh end up in an argument because she loves sweet potato pies and Dalen loves sweet potato pies. Now how Dalen cut his pies, he cut it in half and he takes that whole half and go eat it. Wow. And then he comes back and take the other half and eat it. And I'm like, son, why don't you just take the whole pie and sit down and eat it? Eat it out he, the middle. He told me because that would make him look greedy. So when everybody is packing up to get Wait, stuck, wait, 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 wait.
2: We ain't going to talk about the fact that you just ate a whole pie, right?
1: Hey, hey Mama, my mama usually make about 20 sweet potato pies. Dalen eat about five or six whole sweet potato pies by herself. Wow. Wow. And the rows we make probably about six dozen rows. Yeah, and between bread, is, bread between, is that thing. Yeah. Between my kids and my nephews, we don't have any rolls left.
2: You know what? I the I have to pay homage to my mother-in-law, Juanita Garrett, because she cooked everything from scratch. There is nut no, hand to God. I don't care if it was the cakes. I don't care. She made pies. So she would spend, we got to the point that we would cook together and literally she would come to my house and we'd spend a whole day baking and she would take orders from everybody. You know, Lawrence would do a chocolate pie. Bria does, you know, this kind of pie. I do a lemon pie or a coconut cake and she would take orders and she spoiled us. So when she passed away, Mm Oh, my gosh. But she was so gracious because she wrote down all her recipes. She cooked from recipes. I cook mm-hmm. from the ancestors. I stop shaking when the ancestors tell me that's enough. <laughs> so, I am not that person who has recipes, but I do follow her recipes. But when I tell mm-hmm. you that that chick right there could cook for Thanksgiving and Christmas, mm-hmm. I mean, she cooked every day. But mm-hmm. it was like she put her special foot in it. Mm-hmm. When it came to Thanksgiving and Christmas, especially when you know she made that pie or that cake just mm-hmm. for you, because and nobody was allowed to touch yours. Mm-hmm. This is for Audrey. Mm-hmm. This is for you know Lawrence. This is mm-hmm. for Miles. Today, to this day, Miles thinks a yellow cake with chocolate icing is a chocolate cake. <laughs> I kid you not. We were just talking about whether or not he's asked me to try to replicate Grand's cake, and you know when you come behind somebody who. Uh-huh. You know, they have cooked it like that for you all uh-huh. your life. I don't want to come uh-huh. behind that, but I am gonna try one day. Maybe at Christmas, I may surprise them. But it is it is such a blessing to share
1: uh-huh. recipes
2: with I have passed on so many recipes uh-huh. to Bria, to Sean. I write uh-huh. down my recipes. I don't, you know, I'm always amazed by people who want to take the recipe to the grave. I mean, uh-huh. what but but it I'm still gonna eat once you dead. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just find something else I like. I mean, yeah, yeah. The rest—that's how your legacy lives on. I mean, when I get recipes from people, I got a recipe to make beans. I hated beans, and honey, a soror of mine named Andrea Spencer, girl, that child made some beans
1: mm-hmm.
2: with some smoked turkey. I said, Andrea, I need that. I need that recipe. Hmm. I now not only eat those beans, I cook them. Now, I don't eat like black beans and lima beans. I can't do that. I can only eat the beans based on the recipe she gave me. But when I tell you, when I, the recipe says, Andrea Spencer's beans,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that's what they say. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, pass it on. And then, you know, you hope that the person you give it to put your name on it. You know, the sweet potato recipe says grand sweet potato recipe, grand potato salad recipe. Pass
1: it on. See, we don't have that in our family. We're, we are true Southern Texan people. When my grandmother was- your kicking, ass can't cook. <laughs> I can't cook. I just play the damsel in distress because I know my mama and my sister going to do it. No, but, your mama and sister are not crazy. They know but, your little hips can't cook. <laughs> but one of the things that we would do when we was cooking, grandma, how much do I put in this? taste it and see see what it tastes like shake it to the end and, stay and shake it to the end she would tell me you know how it taste when i got through with it now keep checking and that's how i learned was i would taste it now this and, and you will, you actually learn this is missing some salt or this is missing right some pepper or this missing and and i can but these days these kids can't pick up on it now I can cook a roast. I can do all of that. But I act like I can't. Mm-hmm. But, but well, and I will say yesterday, I cooked baby boy some wings mm-hmm. and they was so soft. I had to wash them off. Them ah! back. <laughs>
2: that's all. Oh, that's right. You told me that last night. Okay, y'all. She actually told me that she had to take the darn meat out of the oven, rinse it off. <laughs> Do you know how much salt had to be? And wait a minute. And it was still salty. And was... that, she, didn't, she didn't rinse it off. She ranged it. She ranged it off.
1: I rinsed <laughs> it off real good. Put them back in the oven for a little bit. Then put some barbecue sauce on there to try to drown out. Girl, all that the
2: barbecue sauce, sauce said, no, nah, hell no. Nah, that's too much responsibility. <laughs> I said, Lord, I'm going to send my baby back to Gremlin with high blood, blood pressure. pressure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, Geraci, you know what? Uh, when we came, when we left for the break, we want to talk about some of the things that we're thankful for. So let's yes. just take a minute. I'm gonna start with you. Tell me something you're thankful for.
1: I'm thankful for my family. Oh. I'm thankful for our health right now. We're all in good health. We are a family. We are together. Um, we've had good times and bad times, but 2020 has been very hard. And we are still standing as a family. And I'm thankful that there will be a handful or more of us that will be together for Thanksgiving. And even though I drove for five hours to get a TV, (laughs) I'm thankful that my baby boy will be at home with me to share Thanksgiving.
2: Okay. So for me, um, I am actually thankful for COVID. COVID brought some positive changes to my life. It, um, It gave me... A different outlook on life, and though that there are people who have lost their lives and lost relatives, um, I choose to look at the positive and the glass half full. And I think I would have been more focused on the rat race, as I have been, than if COVID hadn't happened. So, I know in the midst of, I know in the midst of um, COVID, that I am actually seeing the sunshine. So that's one of the things Mm -hmm. I'm thankful for. So what else are you thankful for?
1: I'm thankful for our first responders. Through all of this, they've had to do a lot of work and they have had to miss out on families. And when I say first responders, I'm talking about our medical personnel, those that were scared to go home because they didn't know what was going on and they didn't want to take anything home. The people who worked uh, for hours and hours at the nursing home, the first responders who responded to different kind of crises, different kind of situations, I'm very thankful to for them and to them for them to, to do the work that they've been doing.
2: Well, you know what? Another for what for me, I'm thankful for our military. You know, our mm-hmm. military allows us to have a sense of freedom in troubled times. And they're willing to go and lay down their lives. I, I, I'm i not doing it. I, I'm not doing it. And I'm thankful for every man and woman. My husband is a veteran. My father was a veteran. Um, so many of my friends and family members are veterans, um, high schoolers that are veterans that went to me with high school. Some didn't make it, you know, didn't make it out of the war. So I am thankful for our military service members and their families. When a person enlists, they're not issued a family and those You know, strong men and women who marry our military service members have to be strong and and they serve just like their spouses. And I'm thankful for those families. I am absolutely thankful for those. I salute them. I salute military families. I was blessed that Mm -hmm. as a kid, I got to be in one place and um, a whole bunch of people did. not I had a whole bunch of friends. Oh, we went to Germany or we're coming from here and they would just go in and out of our high school. And by the time, you know, we were there. You know, I I was so I was in one place at all times. So I'm thankful for the military. Do you have one more before we wrap it up?
1: Yes. And I think this will fit you and I both. I'm thankful that God has given us a sound mind and I'm thankful that he has protected our children throughout this year in 2020. So many people have lost loved ones to senseless crimes and, and, and different things. And I'm thankful that, he is allowing us to be a voice to speak for some people who can't speak for themselves i'm thankful that he is allowing us to pray and help pray for those who family members who have lost because a lot of people are coming up on a holiday and for some people it's hard when you come up on a holiday and you have a loved one that you have lost or that that you are missing and that you are mourning but I want you to know that on Double Down, Garrett and Mac, we will be praying for your families. We will be praying for your strength. We will be praying for your peace beyond all a man's understanding. Because sometimes you get backed in a corner and you no one can help you understand. And you have to turn to God and ask him, God, help me. The word of God said he'll put no more on us than we can bear. And we are praying that he gives each and every one of you who has suffered a loss or who feels alone come Thanksgiving because you can't go to the nursing home or you can't go to the, to a place to visit grandma cause she might be of high risk and you can't go in there. Or you got, you used to going to grandma's house or you used to being at the nursing home with grandma, or you used to just having that loved one that's there with you that you lost during this, this pandemic of COVID. Um, we're thankful that we have the opportunity to pray for you because we could not be here. A lot of us could not be here. So those that are here, be thankful for being here and being in the world and being able to pray and just thank God for keeping us safe and a sound mind.
2: Tracy, I appreciate that. Um, the one thing I'm going to say to you is I'm thankful for you as a friend.
1: I, t- I told you
2: earlier, one of the things that I have found edifying for me is letting people know that I love them in advance. um, Not standing at the casket, crying and weeping and wailing. Um, I love you, Jeracy. I'm thankful for our friendship. It it was it was funny because when we met Helen and Stella, (laughs) who would have guessed that you know many many years later we'd be talking. To each other on the radio about just normal conversation and normal things. And God has a plan for all of us. And he does. The one thing about it, I may be the cuss and cutter and you the ch- saint chaplain. <laughs> I'm not all saint now. Well, hey. Um,
1: sometimes uh, what's in you come out of you. Watch th- out there now.
2: Well, you know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, the cuss, <laughs> cuss <laughs> and cutter arose. But, you know, let us all be mindful and prayerful as we are in the studio audience, as we go visit our mem- our family members and friends, that we do so um, safely and do so with decency and order so that mm-hmm. we can come home and see them again. That, exactly. that thing of a Zoom Thanksgiving versus an ICU Christmas is true. So we're going to wrap it up. We love you, audience. Joraci, uh, have a happy Thanksgiving.
1: You and
2: too. we hope to hear from you next time on Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Have a blessed day.
1: And be safe out there.
0: You've been listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Be sure to join Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mac again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.
2: These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health.